Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Master Bitch Presents the Three Count. It's a wrestling podcast. My name is DeAndre Robertson. And yes, we did have a show yesterday uh, with uh, Jay and Evan. Um, and, and I'm pretty sure they did a fantastic job. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch or edit, I didn't watch it yet. Uh, it's gonna be up while we're me and Casey talk about this now. But I'd be damned if I don't talk about these two these two PBVs. I did have some uh, personal things. Uh, my uh, my uh, stepson birthday was uh, this weekend, so I mean family over everything. But uh, but um, but yeah. But I I'm going to talk about. I want to talk about this, and I have my good friend Casey from even at the, at the movies. What's up, Casey? What's up? Mm. I am excited to be talking about these two. Pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. a lot of shit in the suitcase, and we unpacked it all this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, t- tell the people about your podcast a little bit. All right. So, um, an evening at the movies is basically a podcast that um, myself and my co-host Amanda Kohlhofer, who also hosts the Simplest Podcast. Um, we talk about movies and why we love them. And generally each episode, we talk about one movie in particular and focus all of our attention on that. Um, lately we've been focusing a lot of our attention on crowning the greatest Stephen King movie of all time. And we're getting really close to that as well. So we're excited for that. And we just like to sit back and have fun and, talk mad shit about our favorite movies and hopefully people have fun and enjoy it and for the most part there's been incredibly positive feedback about it so you know we're looking forward to having you and harvey on the show here in a couple of weeks as well so yeah i can't wait to do Stephen king i love Stephen king i love the books oh my goodness uh, so if you love Stephen King, love horror, you love talking about movies or listening about people talking about movies, uh, even at the at the movies are is a good podcast to listen to. Um, and also, Casey will be on a couple of, of uh, the main po- podcast, Masturbators, uh, the brackets uh, coming up. He will be on the comedy uh, and horror uh, brackets. Speaking of those as well. Speaking of those, uh, the comedy, if you don't know, the comedy uh, um, bracket is done. Uh, we will be doing that uh, this upcoming Friday, actually. Um, and uh, and just let everybody know, the final two, I'm not going to say who won it, but the final two was The Princess Bride versus Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. Out of 104 uh, comedy movies, those were uh, the final two, okay? But me, Casey, uh, Amanda, uh, Freddie, and Harvey, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, that each matchup one by one. And if you haven't listened to uh, the Black Movies uh, uh, episode with me, Harvey, uh, Cam, and uh, Dwayne, and my cousin Chris, definitely is, because to me personally, one of the best podcasts episode we did and it got some big shoes to fill for the next one all right uh yes. with that being said i do like to go over i would like to go over some things so we, we're taking a month off i'm taking a month off uh from the brackets uh and, um 
I'm hoping to take a month off because I'm not gonna lie, I got the itchy trigger fingers to keep going. But I'm taking a month off from the brackets. But October 1st is when I want to start the horror movies uh, bracket. All right. Uh, and with the horror movie bracket, um, with the horror movie bracket, uh, we got horror movies. Um, and then here's some upcoming brackets that we're going to do. Um, and if you have any uh, uh, ideas that for brackets we should do, if I, if I can find 104 of them, then I will. Just keep giving me ideas. So we got the horror movie brackets coming up. After that, there's 2,000 movies. Movies from the 2000s. Then hip-hop songs. Then rom-coms. Sports movies. Action movies. Classic rock songs. Sick, sitcoms. Cartoons and video games. Those are the brackets that we're going to be doing as soon as we uh, get up and running again with the brackets. So bear with us. Give us a month to, to better ourselves. And yeah, um, have fun. All right. So that's being said, this is our uh, review. This is me and Casey's review. Now, the first review, yes, like I said before, uh, Jay and Evan did their review. I couldn't make it yesterday, yesterday. but I wanted to give my opinion on the review because me and yeah, me and Jay got different opinions. It is what it is. I mean, he I think he he hates AEW. And he thinks I hate the WWE. I don't hate WWE. I just think AEW is better. It is what it is. Wrestling yeah. is better. I think AEW wrestling is better. So that's my one thing is. I think after WWE bought WCW, mm -hmm. a lack of competition kind of sort of made it a little bit stale. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily think AEW is going to draw WWE numbers anytime soon, but mm -hmm. you can't help but ha competition between two entities can only make both products better. Better. Mm hmm. So my hat's off to Tony Khan, and I guess the EVPs for giving us another product to watch. Listen, I wrestling wise, I think AEW is better, and and got a truth from what from this 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 weekend proves it for me. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll get into it. We're gonna start off. With the reviews now, this is how it goes. We're going to talk about each each match from both both pay reviews. Um, I'm going to rank them for both shows. Uh, I'm going to say a match. We're going to see what ranking we give the match, and then uh, yeah, we're going to see what we see what we thought about it. You ready, Casey? Yep, let's do it. All right, we're going to go start off with the WWE Clash of the Castle because that came out on Saturday. Uh, it was Saturday the the third of September. All right, let's, let's go first. We've got the Mysterios versus Judgment Day. Where did you rank that out of the all six? This was one of my tough ones for this pay-per-view because you have a lot of veteran talent on the side of Edge and Ray, and then I think you've got a lot of good young talent on the side of judgment day as well. Um, I, 
out of the six possible six rankings, I honestly probably would have to put this in at four out of six. I it it's one of those tough ones that it could go higher, but mm, there's some other stuff that happens throughout the pay-per-view that I just felt warranted being a little bit higher on the list, but and I'm not trying to take anything away from the match. The match was fun. The finish, I kind of sort of possibly saw coming mm -hmm. a mile away. They kind of sort of been teasing uh, Dominic turning on Ray. But for me, that didn't take away from it. And I think it was an awesome match. And I've always been a huge Edge and Ray fan for a long time. So obviously, you know, the better years of their career in the rearview mirror behind them. But, you know, it, it was it was a solid match. I don't necessarily know if it's one of those that I'm going to, after three, four, five months, be like, ooh, I haven't watched, you know, Edge and Ray versus Judgment Day in a while. I need to go back and watch it again. But it was a good match. So, yeah, I think four is probably a safe spot on my list for that match. So we are what we call on this show 20. 20. Because I got it as four as well. Um, it was a solid match, as my man Jay would say. A solid match. Uh, I personally, we and and we and we talked about it on the show. We knew Dominic was going to turn heel. Yeah. I personally didn't want that to happen because I wanted because I don't think Dominic is a good wrestler at all. I think that he should go down to NXT and 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 perform there, get 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 skills better. Well, yeah, um, I think I think that's probably my biggest gripe with Dominic is. He came in and signed his contract and had a little bit of time in development. Mm -hmm. But then literally like five months later, he was, you know, showing up in, in his dad's corner at Survivor Series against Brock Lesnar. And it's like, okay, I get it. And just because your last name is Mysterio doesn't mean you should have to not pay your dues. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, I think Dom has a lot of potential, but I think he definitely needs some, you know, need to rough around, you know, rough off the jagged edges. He need listen. You mentioned nice. He needs to go down to uh, NXT. I keep saying that. Listen, I, I don't mind the heel turn. I, I I really don't. I just think that he personally needs to go down to NXT to get his skills, but together now will this bring dom up in the rankings for the hill turn yes because all, all shocking hill turn quote unquote shocking hill turn does but yeah uh i personally i, I personally think that he should uh go down to nxc yeah me personally but the the match itself the match itself was 
it's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's a typical WWE tag team match. I mean, it, it was nothing to to snark about. So, no. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go with um, the Intercontinental Championship. You have uh, Gunther versus Sheamus. I'm gonna go first. Um, I got this as my number two. Actually, this match was great. We I, I actually yeah. thought, I thought it was gonna be my number one. I thought it was gonna be my number one. Be pre uh, when we ranked it because I thought that it was gonna be great, and I actually thought that I thought that Sheamus would, would win. I thought she would oh, win. Again, we're twinning again because let, let me finish. Let me let me, let me finish. Okay, again. sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I thought that that uh, Gunther. So Gunther and Shima thought would be number one pre, but it is number number two because I think that one uh, match outshined it, um, which is not saying much because again, it's WWE. Um, but yeah. uh, one match outshined it, and I thought that. Shims will win because he's basically home. <laughs> he was basically at home, and I thought yeah. that, and he needed that one that one belt that he never had, which is the IC belt. Um, but this match was hard fought. You felt every freaking smack there was, <laughs> every chop, yeah. every chop. Like it was hard fought. It was a, a big, as my man from uh, Adam from White Culture would say, uh, two big people with, uh, slapping man meat. Like it was, it, it it was it was hard. It was hard hitting, which I I kind of like. But mm-hmm. this, this was this was my number two. Go ahead, Casey. So yeah, I mean, like I kind of sort of already spoiled earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, we're twinning again. Um, the top four spots on my list were pretty freaking close. Um, I'm not going to tip my hat as to what to the number one and number three matches are, but yeah, I mean, Gunther and Sheamus, it had all the makings of one of those, you don't want to be in the concession line at the stadium because you're going to miss something and you're going to miss something hard and the hard hitting and Seamus and Gunther delivered. And like you said, I initially thought that Seamus possibly was going to walk out with the intercontinental title just because of the fact that, um, yeah, it's the belt he hasn't had. And, you know, they're basically he's wrestling at home. You know, it's a home as close to a hometown match as he was going to get at this point. And the United Kingdom is United Kingdom. And both he and Drew had an amazing home field advantage on Saturday when they got to the stadium for their pay-per-view. But yeah, no, this is one of those matches though that, I probably would go back and watch several times over the next few months just to let it, you know, all soak in because I think Gunther is a promising talent. Um, Seamus has been a workhorse for that company for 
10, 11, 12 years, whatever it's been. You know, he doesn't always get the credit that he deserves to get because he normally gets thrown into the comedic storyline stuff. But I'm kind of hoping now with um, Vince stepping down and Triple H and Stephanie taking over and that you're already slowly starting to see things change and improve. So I'm hoping for the last few years, probably of Seamus's quality career years that he's going to get a little bit more stuff to do that's up his alley. If that makes sense. I will hope too, but I mean, I don't, I know they're, they're trying to develop new talent and Seamus is a very old, not not very old talent, but an old talent. So I'm not, I won't be surprised if this was like Shimon's only shot and then he goes back down to super mid car comedic, comedic shit. So yeah, I, mean, I won't be surprised. No, I it wouldn't surprise me either. I especially with the way things are stacking up at the top of the roster, he probably isn't getting another shot at the universal title in his career and it's a shame because he's not a bad wrestler at all and he can deliver in ways that some of the younger talent can't necessarily but you know it is what it is and there's only you know a small handful of spots at the top of the roster and that roster is incredibly full right now yes it is Yes, it is. All right. Uh, next, um, I'm, I'm going to let you go first. We got now back to Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Oh, God. This was initially my number two match. Um, I did bump it down one spot for... Um, Gunther versus versus Sheamus. So Seth and Matt is going to be my number three match. Um, only for the pure fact that I think um, from at least the way my brain was working with this match was this match was probably going to be a huge indicator as to who was going to be next in line for whoever came out of the main event with the universal title. Um, they Seth and Matt went at it for bell to bell. And I knew it was going to happen, especially with the way that a lot of the lead up stuff went the last couple of weeks on raw especially like the interview with um, Seth bringing up the, yeah, you talk about my family, you know, how's your family? Oh, wait, your wife took your kids and you don't even get to see them and all that. I mean, that feud got really personal really fast. And I think it added another dimension to that storyline as well as the match. 
and then on top of it, the fact that that match was supposed to happen at SummerSlam last month and ended up getting bumped for whatever reason. And, you know, it gave them more time to help develop an even deeper storyline. So, yeah, my hat's off to both of those guys because I think they delivered a good, solid B-plus, A-minus match. So, yeah, it's definitely probably my number three of the six matches. Okay. First, uh, you said that uh, it was, like, fake. So that that actually happened to Matt, like – that he, that he went personal, personal. Like, like I, I'm pretty sure, like he, Matt told me he could say that, so I understand that part. Oh, yeah, yeah no. that part. but 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 with with that segment alone, I thought that this would be one of the best matches of the nights, and it was. This is my number one. This is my number one. This match was complete fire. This match was great from beginning to end. This match could even even be a top AW match if it was on the, if it was on that card. This match was complete fire, wrestling freaking gold. Uh, the story and and I'm a big story person, so the story with with talking about Matt's family, it made it personal. And then he kept doing it while in the match, which made it personal. Yeah. Seth Seth Rollins being going 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 hard with that. Uh, Seth Rollins being being the map the match manipulator, getting under his skin and and getting the win. The, the the spots were great. No, literally no, almost no botches except for the one I think on top rope. But but that's it. This match was complete and utterly gold. And this was my number one match. This was the best match of the night for WWE. Period. Hands down, to me, number one. Right. No, I can totally see why you'd say that too. And again, like I said, this is one of those ones that it's right in the middle of a cluster of matches where there's like three or four matches that are really close quality wise. And I love storyline as much as you do. And the storyline that they built for this match was amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably on the entire card, the number one storyline out of every match. Yeah. The only, the, only, the only bad I don't like about this now, though, is that, I mean, everybody knew, I mean, I had, we did our pickums for the show. I had mm-hmm. Seth winning because everybody knew Seth was going to win. Now, people think that Seth's next in the line for the championship. I don't think so because you still have, don't, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised that if there's another rematch with 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 with, uh, with Drew McIntyre. Don't be surprised if uh, TikTok is second as well. Those two are... I think yeah. next line before Seth Rollins gets it. Seth still got to get Seth, Seth still got to get some receipts when Cody Rhodes come back in a couple months. So, yeah, and I've seen some stuff that leads me to believe Cody may not be gone as long as yeah initially thought. I, I, listen, I told I told everybody Cody will be, will be back at, at WrestleMania, not WrestleMania, uh, we're, we're the Rumble. People yeah. thought that people thought that was crazy, but it looked like he could be actually come back at the Rumble. Don't be surprised at, at the number thirty entrance is Cody Rose. Oh no, mm-hmm. uh, it would be the perfect time because I know 
The part that concerns me is I know one of the big things is he wants to be the Rhodes family member that finally gets the world title. Mm -hmm. And God, like we were saying earlier, though, the top of that roster is so stacked right now. And God. Well, <laughs> I, I just hope Triple H has that in the back of his head when they're starting to work towards the creative for WrestleMania this year in Hollywood. So everybody keeps saying that they want Roman versus The Rock. I personally don't want that match. Personally, let, let Rock be where he, where he is. However, though, I would love a Cody versus Roman match at WrestleMania. That match would be fire. Cody is a, one of the best yeah. wrestlers ever anywhere. Roman's top dog, Cody wins. Mm -hmm. the, the, the roof will pop off of L.A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the nice. roof will pop off of L.A. if Cody wins there. So I, I'm predicting early that Cody comes to number 30. He wins Boy Rumble. And then he uh, beats Roman Reigns at, at, at WrestleMania. But also, the two pay-per-views before, he beat Seth Rollins again because, he again, he needs to receive. So he beat Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins again and oh, yeah. and uh, and leave him out the Elimination Chamber because I know that's, that's, that's going to happen again. Leave him out there and then let, let, let it be Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania, and Cody wins at WrestleMania. That would be the best yeah. story. I agree, and I'm at this point. I you've gotten a lot of the Brock and Roman and the part-time main event guys mm -hmm. in the main event at WrestleMania the last few years, and it's like give me a full timer getting the spotlight in the main event at WrestleMania mm -hmm. this year, please. All right, all right. I think it's on you. We got Liv Morgan versus Shannon Baszler for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Ooh. Uh, I went ahead and gave this one a five. And nothing against these two. I just, I, Liv, I think they've got something more planned for her in the semi-near future. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's going to be a long-term answer for the SmackDown Women's Champion. More than likely, I don't know which direction they're going to go, but I just I feel like there's a Rhonda or Charlotte looming in her rearview mirror, really close mm -hmm. behind her. Mm -hmm. um, but no, as far as this match goes, Liv, Liv winning the title was, I think, well deserved. She's been gradually and steadily improving from her riot squad days up through the early part of her singles career and then ultimately into winning money in the bank and then cashing in on Rhonda. Um, I don't know if I put her on the same level as Bianca or Becky or Bailey or even Charlotte, 
but she's a good worker and I think she and Shayna had a pretty okay match. Um, but like I said, the whole Phantom, Charlotte, Rhonda looming in Liv's rearview mirror just made it seem like it was a tad bit predictable for me. So that's why I went ahead and gave it a five. I gave this a six. This is a little, the worst match of the night. I mean, again, I'm, I, I don't. We don't sugarcoat anything here on on match paper. Puts the three count. This was horrible. Uh, we gave Liv a chance. We all were Liv believers. We actually yeah. all picked Liv. Uh, all picked Liv to win this match, and she did. Congratulations to her. But that match was horrible. Liv is not going up to the standards that we thought she would. And I gave Liv when she won money in money in bank. I gave Liv until uh, Survivor Series to keep the belt. And I still think that is is the the thing that's going to happen. She has until Survivor Series to keep this belt. Yeah. Um, and then something happens. Uh, I do think Ronda probably beats her really soon. Uh, Charlotte could come back and beat her really soon. Even Sa- Sasha and Billy. I mean, Sasha and uh, Sasha Naomi. could come back. No, 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 no. But Sasha come back and beat her. I mean... It is what it is. I don't. I don't see her having this belt after Survivor Series. No, I think she was one of those things where they were sitting down and talking about what they wanted to do after Ronda, and they're just like, "Well, Liv's been kicking around here for a while, and she kind of sort of deserves it. Let's give it to her for a little while and let her run with it until we come up with a bigger plan." Being another Ronda run or Sasha or Bay or not Bailey. Well, even possibly even Bailey, but, or Charlotte or whoever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think you're right. I think the clock is ticking rather loudly on Liv's title reign. All right. Next. Um, then on me, uh, we got Bianca Belair, Oscar, and Alexa Bliss versus Bailey Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Uh, I gave this a, a, a number five, number five on my on my rankings. Um, this match was cho at best. When you know, no, no, and listen to the to, to the to the show, cho means just average. Um, mm-hmm. it was better than the women's tech women's championship match, but. It it then we took my fancy and I'm a big Bianca fan, I'm a big Oscar yeah. fan. I think Oscar's one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Um, oh yeah, and and this wasn't a good ma- this wasn't a good match. I don't know why the um, the, the chemistry is off a little bit. I did not like the match. I don't mind Bianca getting pinned, like some other people do, but uh, it was just not a good match compared to all the other matches on this card. So this gets my number five because it wasn't a good match at all. So, now, 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 story purposes, now, story purposes, this do lead to, because Bailey pinned Bianca, this do lead to be a Bailey versus Bianca for the championship, which we, which if you watch wrestling, WWE, you knew that was coming, period. And it is what it is. Yeah. As, soon as, as soon as Bailey 
came for SummerSlam, we knew it was going to be Bella Bianca soon. But it was, I mean, it was nothing exciting about this this this, this trios match. So, so yeah, I I have I have this match fifth. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I would probably I have it at six only, and this match in the SmackDown Women's Championship match in my mind was a little bit, you know, like the other matches at the top of my ranking. Kind of close. Um, what did it for me was, again, these two matches had a great deal of predictability to them. Mm-hmm. And um, I really think, like you said, with Bailey pinning uh, Bianca, that mm-hmm. they're setting up that as being Bianca's next big feud. And I think part of it is not necessarily wanting to go there directly with Bailey coming back off of injury and have it be so fast because she's been off for what, over a year, year and a half, whatever it was. So probably throwing her into a trios match with three pretty solid opponents. I mean, probably the weakest of their opponents is Alexa Bliss, and she's not that bad of a opponent to have either. Mm-hmm. But Oscar and Bianca are right there at the top of the women's division, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and it should be a good match. I, uh, I, I think Extreme Rules. Oh yeah, Extreme Rules match was between Bianca and. And and Bel Air will be sorry, be Bianca and uh, Bailey will be freaking amazing. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so yeah. All right. Last but not least, I think it's on me and is the World Championship match. We have Roman Reigns versus um, Drew McIntyre, and this was my number three. This was my number three. Uh. We uh, we predicted this on the show. We when we when we found out that little brother, um, we found out that little brother uh, uh, came back was going to the main roster. We knew this was going to happen. We knew he's going to help out because we know for a fact that you no, know, Usos uh, Jimmy Jimmy Uso can't leave the country because of his DOI problems. So yeah, so we knew this was going to happen. Uh. And the reason why it got third for me, a big reason why it got third for me, because the match wasn't bad. The reason the Rivers got third for me because one, because one, uh, uh, the main reason was because after Drew lost, and Tyson Fury came out and sung songs. Yeah, that, that was a little. Was, that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. That that was one of the dumbest shit I've seen in wrestling. That wasn't cool. All right, let's listen. listen. For all that, I would like that shit to happen if he would have won. But you just lost. Yeah, you just got your ass whooped. I'm not here to hear. I'm not here to Tyson Fury sing. <laughs> I'm not here to hear Tyson Fury sing at all. So, so that that made it a BS moment to me. That was the one. That was a what the fuck and a bad moment for me. So it gets three because it's predictable. 
And I'm a big Roman Reigns fan. Everybody knows that I'm a big Roman Reigns fan. However, I'm tired of Roman Reigns being champion as well. You got a whole card. It's supposed to be this big time card. Oh, we're in Wells. We're in a freaking stadium. And there have been 30 years. Blah, 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 blah. And no champions, no different champions. Yeah. Everybody, everybody kept the championship. There's no different champions at all. No, there rightfully there should have been at least one title change hands. And none of them change hands. Hard. So yeah. so yeah. So yeah, I'm was, not gonna lie. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, this, this one number three. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, I mean it, it goes to the ring because again they want Roman Roman to be there for Roman to be there for uh LA and I get that. Uh, I just hope that in LA is Cody and not another and rock. I want Cody. I don't want the I want the rock. But if right, it's go gonna be Cody and or if it's gonna be Roman and the Rock, then Roman, no offense, better be dropping that belt because I don't want to see the rock in another title match in the main event at WrestleMania. He's had his time and there's plenty of other young talent that needs to have their moment to shine. And I get it. Roman's the number one guy in the company right now, but, and I'm fine with that, but the rock is off doing his thing. Let him do his thing. Well, well, I, I think I think you said it wrong. She, she said that you want Roman to lose. If it was Roman Rock, I don't think Roman will lose against the, the Rock. Is yeah. Because no. yeah, he won't. I think if the Rock if, if the Rock comes back to wrestle at Mania, then more than likely it will be his final match. And okay, yeah, it is. Triple H and Stephanie running the show now, and it's not as much Vince. But you still have the time-honored tradition of the retiree goes out on his back and putting over the next generation. So more than likely, I would be willing to bet my paycheck that Roman would probably end up beating The Rock. But... Again, I still – I would much rather have Roman versus Cody. I think you've got – with that match, you have the potential to elevate Cody. Cody is a top-tier guy. But then if you have him take the title off of Roman, that just elevates his stock even more into being one of those handful of main event guys that – you can build a show around or the whole entire company around even for that matter. Well, so. well, listen, so where, where do you have ranked? I have this one at number one only because of the fact that there was so many times in this match that, and I, I had that feeling in the back of my head when he came out by himself and, you know, Michael Cole kept talking about he's doing this on his own. He's doing this on his own. He's doing this on his own. It's like, okay, so he's not going to be winning on his own. Mm -hmm. You're talking about it way too much. Something's going to happen. But yet 
for the most part, they went 30-some-odd minutes in this match. And they threw down from bell to bell. And there was moments in this match where I literally thought, oh, shit, Drew's going to do it, and Drew's going to walk out with the belt. Even when he finally hit the Claymore at the end, I was so wrapped up in the emotion of the match and the moment and everything that I totally completely forgotten about potential shenanigans and the ref's hand came down one, two, and then all of a sudden there was that pause and it's like, Oh damn it. Here we go. And it's like, okay. I Roman and drew gave you everything they had in that match and my hat's off to them. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I, I still, I go back and forth on the whole, um, Austin theory, trying to cash in the money in the bank contract. It's like, seriously, are we going to do this every freaking pay-per-view until he actually legitimately cashes it in? It's like, I get it. He's money in the bank. He can do it whenever he wants, but you don't need to keep beating us over the head with it. Well, well here's the thing. I, mean, I know for a fact that Julie do not like uh, Austin Theory. He doesn't. You know, I, I I know for a fact. I mean, people, people know this. Like it, it's, it is, it's up there. So I wouldn't be surprised if he actually try to cash his in, and he doesn't, and he doesn't win. Don't be surprised no, I mean, because I know Vince is the one that was big time on mm-hmm. him, and Vince isn't running the door calling shots anymore. So thank God for that. Mm-hmm. But it's still, I mean, when you get to the finish of the match, and every time you hear Theory's music, and here he comes running down the ramp, dragging a referee, it's like. Okay, here we go again. Well, here's the I, I think that he won't he won't successfully catch it because there's too many people above him to do that. To do that, yeah. to he won't he he won't officially because to, to make Roman this powerhouse thing, he kick out everything. He won't officially beat Roman with the fucking eight town down because that's a horrible fucking finisher. Let's get that straight straight right there. Um, yeah. So so he will have to do that literally at WrestleMania. Which not gonna happen either, because like I said, if it's Cody versus Roman, they they both kick out everything. So I mean, again, again, oh, well, he does that at WrestleMania to Cody, and Cody will crossroads his ass back to yeah. freaking A Town. <laughs> so so he, I don't think that he can suffer catches it at all. I don't think so. But it's not handled there. Uh, so what we like to do at the every show is give it the, the overall show it up or overall show it down. All right. So for me, the overall show will get in up, but it gets a show up. Like it was average. It, it, nothing, nothing really exciting me about this. Nothing really exciting about this about this card at all. So it gets it up for being basic for being the WWE for me. Yeah. Um. I'd agree. 
um, with the exception of probably the top three matches on the card. Most, yeah, it's basically, you know, it is what it is. But it, it was a good show. It's not something I'd rush out and spend, you know, forty four ninety nine to watch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll spend four ninety nine on Peacock. <laughs> All right. So that that was our WWE uh, classic cast clash at the castle rankings. Now we're gonna go to AW All Out. All right. Again, I'm gonna say a match. We're gonna give our rankings. We are not going to do any of the uh, zero hour matches because no. Uh, we already have about eleven matches on <laughs> on this yeah. card anyway, so it's been so so freaking long. So, but we are going to do all all eleven matches from all, all out though. And the first match we're going to do, and I'm going to let you start. The first match we're going to do is uh, Warlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and machine, uh, Motor Machine Guns. So this match is probably, <clears throat> as you can tell from my screen name on the name, or on the screen, mm-hmm. um, I'm a big FTR fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Wardlow is a good young talent. Um, but at the same time, I think this match had an awful lot of potential and I don't necessarily feel like it delivered as much on that potential that it could have. So I, I gave it a six out of 11 just because there's other stuff on this card that deserved to be ranked higher. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing more of FTR and Wardlow working together. Maybe down the future, maybe, you know, down the line, going after a potential new trios title. But we can discuss that when we get to that match. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I mean, it was, it was, to me, it was a solid match. It was entertaining. Um, yeah, I'd, six out of 11 for me. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with that. So we are twinning. I'm also six out of 11 as well. The match was okay. match was super fast. Like, it was a mm-hmm. completely fast match. Uh, match was okay. We knew who's going to win. I mean, FDR is, FTR is the best, if not the best tag team in the world right now. Um, Warlow is going to be dripping with gold until he wants to leave AEW. Um, and yeah, it, it was it was it was okay. The one the reason why I got six and not lower for me is what happened at the end with with uh with Dax's daughter. Yeah, uh, that, 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 that was very sentimental to me. I mean, it's, it's like somebody's almost you know peeling onions. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was that, that was a that was a good. Good, good segment. Good way to lead in the match because because I'm pretty sure they knew the match was was horrible. But doing that right there, it helped out with, uh, it helped out with uh, with with the match. So with with Dax's daughter coming out getting the pin, she's now one to know in AEW. 
it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, that was a good time. So I actually did give it a six as well. I, well I, it, it's fitting after the last few weeks of um, Jay and Sanjay literally making fun of Dax's real life situation with his daughter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was one of those things that it kind of sort of for me pushed the boundaries of, okay, they might be going too far with this. They need might need to pull back a little bit, but when they get to that point in the match and she actually comes out and gets the pinfall, it's like, okay, I see where you went with that. And now all that pushing you did the last couple of weeks, I'm willing to sweep that into the rug. All right. Okay. So it's on me now. And we have Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. This was my number eight. This was my number eight. Um, it went pretty fast. And I even said that too. I, 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 I thought Powerhouse Hobbs would win. I thought that he would win with a little bit of help from the people that he hired to to beat up Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. But I still had Powerhouse Hobbs winning, and I, I, I got that right. Uh, I personally thought Powerhouse Hobbs was a, a better better with overall talent. That's why that's why I went that way. Uh, Ricky Starks is a little bit over, so it will hurt Ricky to lose this match actually, and still come back and bounce bounce back and, and do great things still. Mm-hmm. And they go this did this they go fast as well. It was a fast match. Um, oh yeah, uh, not the fastest on the card, but mm-hmm. it was fast. And, and arguably, this could have been a a, uh, a rampage dynamite match, but it, but it was on the show. So I mean, yeah, it was it was okay. I mean, it got it got it got what it, it got. It did what it needed to do for both people. I hope that this feud is going to be over really soon. Um, but yeah, so it's my number eight. All right, go ahead, Casey. Uh, so I've got it at number nine for me. Um, yeah. Um, I think of the two, I think Powerhouse Hobbs was the one that needed this win the most. Um, And it's nothing against Ricky Starks. I think Ricky Starks has a lot of potential and could build into something bigger than what he already is. I think Powerhouse Hobbs, since his debut – kind of sort of has taken a backseat to getting the notoriety that he deserves Mm -hmm. because of the fact that he was the muscle in team Taz and all of that. And all of the notoriety throughout the history of team Taz went to Ricky Starks and it went to Brian cage and it went to hook and all of that. And Hobbs just became easily that guy in the background, which isn't necessarily fair because I think there's a tremendous amount of potential with him. But yeah, compared to some of the other stuff on the card, I, yeah, I, I think nine is a good 
somewhere in that eight nine range. So I went ahead and went with nine. And and and, and that's not bad. I mean, I mean, I mean, it was it was like I said, it was basic. It was it did what it, it did what it needed to do. All right. Well, I mean, and part of it too comes from it's one of those matches on this card that didn't get a whole lot of storyline build like some of the other matches did. Mm-hmm. So that didn't necessarily help it either when it came time for the bell to ring. So. All right. Uh, you're next. So it is uh, House of Black versus Darby Allen Sting and uh, Miro. Oh, I. Yeah, this is another one of those pick a matches for me. Um, I love Darby. I'm a lifelong Sting fan, and Miro to me is one of the most entertaining pieces of talent in both companies. I'm one of those people that loved the Rusev Day gimmick in WWE. I love his Redeemer gimmick right now. Um, them winning doesn't surprise me. But I gave it a, I gave it a 7 out of 11 for me. I, I think there was a lot more potential for greatness in this match, and I don't think it lived up to some of the hype. So, six six people in this match, five out of the six could easily be individual champions. Sting, oh, yeah. I'm not counting Sting because Sting is you know eighty four thousand years old and he can still wrestle and he can still do his thing, but his it's, it's really his enigma that people love right now, not actually the wrestling part of Sting. So, but but everybody else could literally be. Individual championship by himself. However, though you are right, this didn't live up to the hype that it should have. It didn't. It didn't live up to the hype that it should have. So I got this at number eight. Actually, I got number eight. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Listen, I love all three House of Black members. Again, uh-huh. I, I think that uh, Buddy is one of the most underrated uh, wrestlers. Period in the world, actually. Um, Buddy Matthews and and yeah, it, it didn't live up to the hype for me. Uh, it was a good trios match. It was, a, it was a, a solid trios match, as my man Jay would say. It was just it didn't live up to the hype for me at all. So I give it a number eight for me. All right, all right. Next, uh, I'm I'm next. We got Brian Daniels, Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. Go ahead. Yeah. Don't hate me because you sound like you love the match. Don't hate me. I got number seven. I got number seven. And the reason why I got number seven is, don't get me wrong, number seven, the match, you have two of, two probably of the greatest wrestlers, pound for pound, technical wrestlers, pound pound for pound, in the world. I love Brian Dixon. I love Chris Jericho. Yeah. The match is fire. The gimmicks is fire. The chemistry with both of them, fire. 
people will hate me about this, but I'm not a big fan of match like this going losing how he lost. A low blow. Yeah. Low blow to DQ. I'm not I'm not percent fan of, of that. All right. So I, I for that reason alone, because I feel like it attained a good match. It attained a good match. Uh I am going to say that this is a number seven for me. Go ahead, Casey. I Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and put it at five. And, yeah, I know that's a little bit higher on the ranking than you. Um, I like you. I love love Brian Danielson. I love Chris Jericho. Um, Brian is a hometown boy, literally, for me. I mean, we went to the same high school, even. Granted, he was four years younger than me, but um, I'm I'm a huge, huge, huge Brian Danielson fan, mm-hmm. and honestly, probably the only other person I could say, only other two people I could say that I'm probably a bigger fan of than his would be Steve Austin and Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. So that says a lot as to how much I think about him as a talent. And as a professional wrestler, I agree with you 100%. This match probably would have been a lot higher on my list if it wasn't for the shitty finish. Mm -hmm. I think both of them deserve a clean finish in this match. Mm -hmm. And a low blow just isn't it for me. I would hope... They went that direction because they have plans to continue Brian and Chris down the road. But at the same time, it's like, if you're going to keep doing this to Brian, then end the damn feud and let him move on to something else. Mm -hmm. Because he's way too talented of a person to be getting punched in the dick and Having to put people over, especially why somebody, somebody that's over like Chris Jericho. I mean, I, I, I feel like I feel like there's a pattern. If Chris Jericho loses a match, then the very next match he will win. Yeah, and I, I don't like that pattern at all. I don't like the pattern at all. So I mean, it is it is what it is, but yeah. I. It's tough because I'm starting to get to that point with Chris Jericho where I would prefer to see him move into that position where he's starting to help build younger talent. And I, and I get it. Brian's not a young up and coming talent. So there's that, Mm -hmm. but it just, it doesn't seem like Jericho's willing to, I'm not necessarily going to say give up his spot, but he's not willing to. It seems like he's not willing to share his spot with people behind him that are rightfully deserving to be on that level, mm-hmm. which is one of the other frustrating parts of this for me. Is it's like I'm slowly souring on Jericho 
and I don't want to because he's an incredible talent. He entertains like very few others can in the ring, whether it's wrestling on the mic, whatever. I did. I just I want I want to see him help start to because you know he's getting to that point where his career is winding down, mm-hmm. and. I just wish he would help make sure the grass is greener for the guys that are coming up behind him. Mm-hmm. And I'm not hundred percent convinced that he's in that mindset right now. So All right. you know, I might be wrong. I might not, but it's just my opinion. All right. It's on you. You got jungle boy versus Christian cage. <laughs> So there was 11 matches on this card. Mm-hmm. And I give this match a 20 out of 11. 20 I, out <laughs> I, This match is probably the biggest disappointment on the entire card for me. Because, and it's not that I wanted to see Jungle Boy win. Mm-hmm. I think... Jungle Boy is another one of those pieces of young talent that has unlimited potential in front of him. But to literally come out and be squashed in, what, a minute and a half? Mm -hmm. It's like, seriously, can you not give us a better start? I mean, if they're going to do a squash match, this is Probably, I guess, maybe the way to do it since you have 11 matches on the card. But, okay, there's some stuff here that probably could have been held over for Dynamite mm-hmm. or Rampage. And then give Jungle Boy and Christian a little bit more time. I don't feel like... Um, Luchasaurus attacking him during his interview and then literally throwing him to the wolves is a worthwhile finish for what could have been an incredible match. So, yeah, 20 out of 11 for me. I mean, probably the biggest disappointment of the night. So, this is my this is my 11 out of 11 as well. However, though, if you watch the the prediction show or listen to the prediction show, you heard me say that this will happen. I literally called this word for word that when Jugwood goes out, uh, Christian will win because Luchasaurus will will turn on Jungle Boy. I called it word for word. So it probably should be higher because I I, I called it I called it, but it was a horrible match. I mean, it is what it was. What it is? It is. It is. It is what it is. It was a horrible match, and Jungle Boy deserved. Jungle Boy deserved better uh, for match wise because I actually thought that they would actually have the match and then Luchasaurus will uh, interfere, but it didn't go down like that. So they they did disrespect Jungle Boy for for this that purpose. However, though I did call it, so I'm proud of myself. It is what it is. Uh, However, though, this will lead to Lucasaurus versus Jungle Boy in the future. I really hope that, like I said last week, I really hope that it is 
at a PPV and not at not a rampage or 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 dynamite match. Yeah. I, I, I want this at PPV. I want Young Boy, uh, Luchasaurus, PPV. That's what I want. Yeah, right. I'm not upset with Christian winning the match either by any stretch of the imagination. I just, mm-hmm. I'm just not a fan of how it went down. I mean, Christian can win even if you give him five minutes instead of whatever the hell they had. I'm okay with that. Just give me a little bit something more in the ring to work with. And there's, there's so much talent. I mean, even at an ancient age of 71, Christian is still a fairly good wrestler. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Jungle Boy is one of those pieces of talent that has a tremendous future ahead of him. And I felt like this match could have showcased both of their talents a little bit better than obviously what it did. So, yeah. All right. Uh, it's only you. Okay. And it's the casino ladder match. Well, a lot of people, I'm not going to go through all of them. It's seven people <laughs> in this match. So, sorry. So, it's eight, people, eight people in this match. So, uh, so yeah, casino ladder match. How do you feel about it? So, I have the thing I've learned throughout the history of AEW with the casino ladder match or the casino battle royal or whatever, and that's with the Joker you're obviously going to get some kind of surprise. And Sorry, that, that, that was for you. That's, that, that's my girlfriend. Wrong message. Go ahead. Um, so I kind of expected this match to be the same as the previous casino matches before mm-hmm. with there being a surprise the Joker spot. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, there's a couple of different possibilities. And I don't think any... I had three different possibilities in my head, and I don't think any one of the three would have been bad, per se. Um, I'm, I love ladder matches in general. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I grew up watching a thousand times over Sean and Razor from WrestleMania 10. And even their rematch at SummerSlam and the Hardys and the Dudleys and Edge and Christian and all of that. And I love ladder matches. And for the most part, everybody in this match delivered. There was some stuff that didn't go according to plan. Um, I don't know if we want to say right now, but I mean, Rightfully, probably the person that should have won this match won this match. Um, I'll leave it up to you whether you want to say who that is yet or not, because that kind of factors into a different match. So, so what's your ranking? I'll probably give. I'm going to go ahead and give it a two, only because the winner of this match 
has long-term storyline potential going forward over the next few months. So, again, I'll tip my hat and let you say who the winner is if you want to, or we can do it later when we talk about the other match. But Well, I actually don't know who the winner was. I mean, what I watched, it was some, some guy in a mask. <laughs> Uh, um, um, for the for the uh, for the um, for the uh, for the yeah, I mean, I, I know I know who who brought the 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 chip down. Hathaway brought the chip down, but he gave to some some guy in the mask. So I obviously made a missed part, maybe, but I thought that the guy in the mask was going to take his mask off, but didn't do it. And we don't know who that person is. They went. They went to black on the live episode with mm-hmm. the person unmasked standing at the top of the ramp staring down the AEW world champion. Okay, I did not see that part. That part... I'm guessing see. that's one of those parts that in the replay they decided to cut out and are going to probably try and reveal it Wednesday on Dynamite. Uh-oh. So I won't say who it is because if you want to be surprised... Then I'll let you be surprised Wednesday night when you watch Dynamite. Um, no. You want to um, know? I, w- I want. Uh, was it is it FDR? No. So, all right. So who is it? Wait, hold on, hold on. I, I want to make sure. I, I, I... Maxwell, Jacob. Yeah, okay. Freeman. F- F- Freeman. F- yeah. Okay. All right. MJF. I, I know I said the, the initials wrong. Like, that's, that, that's, that's, that's what I'm. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. That's that's, that's what I meant. That's what okay. I freaking meant. I think it was to me that was kind of obvious. Now, now that I know who who won, yes, yeah, obvious as fuck. I didn't see that part at the end of um, at the end of, in the main event. I didn't see that part, um, and I'm I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with Jeff winning this, and it's and with him winning this, it still doesn't mess, mess my ranking up. My ranking was number three for the ladder match. Uh, the reason why I was okay with Halloween, first of all, shout out to Hathaway because his his stable right now is fucking amazing. I was gonna say oh, that, that right now. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his stable including MJF too. Oh, his stable is fucking. Amazing right now. You've got what freaking MJF, uh, MJF Big um, Cass, Big, Big Cass, uh, the Ass Boys, uh, yeah, uh and I forgot who else, but and, and Jay Cardo. She's remember he's still managing Jade. So yeah, so you know his, his stable is freaking amazing. Like 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 just a big shout out to him. And the reason why I didn't mind a mass person winning or 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 him handing it to MJF. Because the people that's in this match don't deserve a world championship match. Yeah. <laughs> people didn't, didn't, didn't deserve it. I didn't. I, me personally, I, none of those people that's in the match thought thought like, oh, he he deserves what he deserves. He deserves it. Nobody there. Maybe Claudio, but yeah, I was gonna say maybe Claudio. Yeah, and, and then even with Claudio is, is iffy. So I, I, my thing was none of them deserve the match. They put on a good letter match. I mean, a lot of flips, crashing the letters, um, um, but but 
uh, yeah, nobody deserved it. MGF they actually do deserve this, so so it still gets number three for me. But yeah, none, but nobody. The three things I had heard was either MJF, Adam Cole, or Samoa Joe. Mm -hmm. When you see the mask guy come out at the end and take the poker chip, you can tell looking at him that's not Samoa Joe. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Adam Cole and MJF kind of sort of have the same build, so it's like, okay – which one is it? Neither either one of the two of them would have been viable for whoever's going forward after the main event. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, with the way everything went down June first on Dynamite after um, Double or Nothing, yeah, if he was coming back, it, it was going to be MJF. Yeah, and, and I am 100% okay with it to be MGF. Uh, I, I I don't mind. I I don't mind MGF versus CM Punk again. I think it's going to be a great match. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so I'm, I'm actually a little more excited now because I now, now know who it is. Because, again, on the preview, because I, I just watched this today, and it didn't – it didn't the, the, the stream that I had did not have that at the end, so – I am super excited for this. So, this is my number three. No, I don't, it's a rightful spot for it. I mean, it, it's one of the top two or three matches on the card. Mm -hmm. uh, next, uh, I think I'm next. Uh, AW World Trio Champion Tournament. We have uh, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks versus Hamming at a page in the Dark Order. And, and Jay's going to hate me for this. I don't give a damn. This is my number one match of the night. This match was fire. Again, people hate when I say this. I don't give a damn. <laughs> to me, outside WWE, I'm taking WWE out of this equation right here. To me, outside WWE, the Young Bucks is probably the greatest tag team of all time. I'm going to keep saying it. The Young Bucks probably the greatest tag team. They do not put on anything under a four-star match. They all their matches are four stars and above. They are fucking amazing. Then you got Kenny Omega, who's fucking amazing. Big time Kenny. Then you got a Dark Order who's not who who who's still a good trio. Two good, good tag team and a trio. And then you got Adam Page who used to work with all of them. This chemistry with, with everything they did in this match was fucking amazing. Yeah. The spots were amazing. The you didn't know. So we so everybody picked Kenny Omega and, and Young Bucks to win. Obviously, you should have. But at point at some certain points in time, you didn't know who was going to win. No, you, guess, you thought the Dark Order was going to win. You thought that uh, they're going to lose. So they 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 had every single thing in there. And I love this fucking match. This match was fucking fire, <laughs> fire. This was the best match out of the, the whole weekend for me. Best it, 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 even over, over one that's was actually pretty close coming up to me, but this was the best match out of the whole weekend for me. I was entertained from start to finish. This was fucking amazing. This is my number one. It gets the golden up. I would completely 100% agree with you on that, and twinning, again, it's number one. 
Um, all six people in this match delivered in ways that I totally was not expecting. I knew, I mean, I would have bet my life on this match that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega were walking out with the belts. Um, I, I agree. You didn't know from minute to minute who was actually going to win, though. I mean, you had, you know, kickouts when you thought, oh, that's it, it's over. And then, you know, you had issues where, okay, is Adam Page working with Young Bucks and Kenny Omega because of their history? They played up on that a little bit. And they did – all six people delivered – an amazing match and my hat's off to them, you know, thank them for delivering on a match that could have been, you know, it could have been worse. I'll just say that. I mean, I think the last couple matches Kenny's had since coming back, he hasn't necessarily, he, he looked like he had a little bit of ring rust on him. And I think last night was probably the best he's looked in the three prior matches. So he's getting back to being the Kenny Omega that we know and love. The Young Bucks are, you're right, probably one of, if not the greatest tag team in the world. Mm -hmm. Kenny came out with no straps, so looking very healthy. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, my match is fire. All right. Uh, it's on you. Uh, we have Athena versus Jay Cargo. TBS Championship. Ooh. We're running out of spots to give this match, so, and I hate to do it, but it's going to end up being my number 10 match. Because, And it's nothing against Jade Cargo. Um, she's doing the best with what she's been given her for her AEW career. And I'm guessing at this point, they're basically turning her into the female Goldberg. Goldberg. Yep. So, um, this was probably the one match out of her, what, 37 and 0, 38 and 0, whatever it's at now, that I actually thought she was going to be in jeopardy of losing the title. I think, and I still think more than likely if that title comes off of Jade anytime soon, it's probably going to be Athena that takes it off of her. But it, there's still some other matches on this card that were better in my opinion. So I'll have to go and give it a 10. I don't I, want to, but there's only 11 spots. Well, I give it a nine. I give the TBS championship, TBS championship a nine. Uh, I love Jade. No, sorry. I, I'm a big fan of Jade, actually. I'm a really big fan of Athena. Uh, I, I thought uh, Athena, um, as Amber Moon in WWE, did not get the respect that she deserved because because 
Athena slash Ember Moon is fucking amazing. Athena's hair is still fucking amazing. Uh, first things first, shout out to Jade for coming out in She-Hawk as She-Hawk, which was fucking great. I fucking yeah. love that, that outfit. And shout out to Athena for making make me think that he, she could actually win. Because I, I even said that Athena, when, when I first saw Athena come to AW, it was like, oh, she's going she gonna to beat Jade. But when we did a prediction show, I actually did have Jade winning because the heat for this match wasn't that good for me. So I love this. I mean, I love both of these people. And I really hope that we get this again. But the right person won to me, I think, for right now. Now, it yeah. do show that Jay has weaknesses because this was one of her most hmm, competitive, oh, yeah. competitive matches. It's one of her most competitive matches. So, I mean, you, you see that where Don was about to fall, where she about to lose soon. But all in all, this was a good match. It wasn't better than most of the matches, but it was a good match. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the baddies cheating a little bit before because because she almost she, she hit it with the, the eclipse and almost won that shit uh, early yeah. on. Uh, but overall, it's, it gets a nine for me. It's just a nine. Uh, all right. It's on me. And we got the AEW Interim Women's World Championship. We got Tony Storm, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Jamie Hayter, and Hakura Ishida. Uh, uh, this match for me, this match really gets number five. My, my number five. I love this match. I and I want to say this right now that I had the right person winning. I picked Tony Storm to win this. Tony Storm won because Tony Storm deserved this fucking match. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tony Storm won. I'm happy as shit for her. Congratulations to her. But the overall match was great. The overall, overall match was fucking fire. The the story of this match, two friends uh, 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 fighting the other two people, and then they come together and gotta fight each other. Uh, uh, help the, the 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 alliances, and then the the the, the, the breakups, the the spots, uh, flying everywhere, like everything, and DDTs everywhere. Like it was a just a fantastic fucking four way match. So this was my number five. Shout out to Tony Storm because I because she does she definitely deserved this championship. And yes, yeah, my, my number five. Tony but. Storm definitely is. Somebody who suffered after her main roster call up from NXT. You mean you and mean they, they, you mean they disrespected her? That that was disrespectful to Tony Storm. Oh, that no, was, big time! No, they, Vince McMahon totally, totally misused her when they brought her up from NXT, and it pissed me off so much because. Watching her in the ring, you can tell how good she is. And give her some damn matches where she can showcase that talent. And some of the stuff that they gave her on the main roster in WWE was pure hot garbage. And when she got released, left, however you want to put it, and signed with AEW... I was over the moon happy with her signing. At the same time, I did not want to see her just come in at the beginning and just bam, immediately 
get the title from Britt or whoever the champion was at the time. I don't remember. Um, it seeing her continue to develop as a performer over the last few months into ultimately last night becoming the interim champion has been fun to watch. Um, the fact that now once Thunder Rosa's back, they're going to go toe to toe and unify the two belts and no disrespect to Thunder Rosa, but at this point I'm hoping beyond all hope that Tony Storm walks out of that match as undisputed women's champion. She deserves it. She's a good worker. She's got the look. She can entertain and get a crowd going like nobody else can. Well, not nobody, but very few people can. And it it's her deserving moment. So um, for me, out of 11... I gave it a four. It was just that defining moment for her that she deserved to have. And it's nothing against Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, or Sheeta, because all four women in this match are incredibly talented. But Britt, and again, nothing against Britt, but Britt's had her time to basically be the face of the women's division. You need to have a few more people behind her or on the same level as her. So Tony Storm is that person for me. So, yeah, four out of 11. Four, four out of 11. Which is not bad. Which is not bad. It was no. a fucking fantastic match. Uh, all right, it's on you, sir. Um, it is uh, Swerve Nar Glory. Versus the claim the AW World Tag Team Championship. Oh, this was another one that I wasn't one hundred percent sure where it was going to go. Um, I like Swerve and Keith Lee as a tag team. Um, at the same time, I'm not necessarily an acclaimed hater. I think they can entertain on a level above many people on that roster. They're not necessarily the most entertaining, but they're not hot garbage either. Um, Yeah, I'm going to give it three out of 11. That is that is a high ranking. I yep. gave it a four out of eleven. <laughs> I gave it a four out of eleven. Listen, I, I went into this match thinking that this match is gonna be lower in the card. When first, first, I thought a I think AEW what they're doing to Swerving Our Glory is is bullshit. They got them in dark matches and they're on on rampage yeah. which was on Fridays, which nobody watches. And and it sucks because they deserve way more than this. There wasn't even a few to to for this match, it was hey, I choose you for the tag team match and and uh and um 
on the PPV. And that was it. There was no no feud or nothing. I saw a little clip of them talking before the match. And it was, it was, it, it, uh, so the buildup wasn't there. No. The match was. The match was fucking fantastic. Uh, I know one of them got hurt and then during the match, and I wish and I hope that he uh, maybe is KFAB, but he actually did hurt his knee on the on on this one. Um, but I wish somebody with a wrestling where I wish somebody if, if Tony was called a, everybody was behind the acclaim. Everybody mm-hmm. was hot behind the acclaim. They put on a fucking fantastic match. I love swerving our glory, but if Tony Khan would have put an audible in and had the, the, and had uh. Have them win, had the claim win, I wouldn't have been mad at all. No. Actually, if the claim would have won that match, I probably would put this higher. Got the truth, I probably would put it higher. I got it at four, it probably would have been three or two, actually. So, it, and then we're wrong again. Again, I love Swerving Our Glory. I'm, I love Swerving Our Glory. Keith Lee is probably one of my favorite wrestlers um, ever, probably. But <sighs> For the story and how the crowd was into it and all that kind of good stuff, I would have had to. I, I, would, I would make the audible and had the clean win. Gosh. Yeah, I mean, there's some truth to one of the statements that the acclaim made in their last promo before the match, being, you know, whose merchandise is selling more right now, yours or ours? The acclaim is one of the hottest tag teams coming up right now and their merchandise is flying off the freaking shelves but at the same time I'm not upset by swerving Heath Lee winning yeah I'm not I'm not upset either I'm not upset either uh, they, they could have any, any, any other way they, they put in a fantastic match it was a good match I'm cool with it yeah all right, last but not least, and I think, I think I'm, I'm I'm first with this one. We got John Moxley versus CM Punk AEW World Championship match. This was my number two. This was my number two. This was a fantastic fucking match. This was this was every this was every this match had everything Dre wants. Two big time names, good wrestling, good story, good story in the ring, blood surprises now because when MGF and Jeff come out at the end, of that, I didn't I didn't see it, but now I know the surprise yeah. now is fucking amazing as well. Overall, this was probably a perfect fucking match, perfect match to me. I think that the trios match was a little bit more exciting, but overall, this was a perfect match. Mox versus Punk, you cannot go wrong outside of that bullshit they tried to do a week ago. <laughs> but if you put on a, you put on a big, you put on a big stage, let them do what they gotta do. That was a fucking fantastic match. It does get my number two because I think the Trio's championship match was better and more exciting, but that was a fucking fantastic match. Number two, can we we'll see what's going on with MGF? Number two. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. I have it at number two as well. I it I had to put the casino match, especially knowing 
sitting back and looking at both matches after the event was over and actually ranking them, it's like knowing that MJF won the casino ladder match and now knowing that Punk is the undisputed, well, he's world champion. There's no one disputed about it anymore. But but knowing that ultimately what it boils down to is it's going to be those two in the near future going head-to-head for the world title. And I think more than likely that's what we were going to get probably at All Out if Punk hadn't gotten hurt and MJF hadn't cut his promo. (coughs) But I'm not mad that, you know, we had to wait a little bit longer to get it. But, yeah, you're right. This match had everything that a hardcore, lifelong wrestling fan would want. It had storyline. It had two big stars. It had blood. It had fighting. It had psychology. It had everything all rolled up into one. And... I hate to see it because it's not very often you see Moxley go over and get pinned cleanly. And last night was one of the rare times, if not the only time that you've seen him get pinned clearly and cleanly in his AEW career. So I love both guys as performers um i know cm punk gets an awful lot of heat and hatred for being who he is and i personally try and not focus as much on the behind the scenes crap as just let him go out and give me a three or a four star match and Definitely compared to the unification match two weeks ago. This match was a severe, drastic improvement from that. I I, I guess I can kind of sort of see why they went the direction they went so that they could build storyline, but yeah, uh, that match two weeks ago felt like it was just basically a throwaway just so we could get to the pay-per-view. So, but yeah, no, it was still two out of 11. It was a great match. Yeah, it was, it was a fucking fantastic match. All right. All right. So that was it. So give me up and down AW all out. For the most part, I would say it was definitely an up pay-per-view. Like I was telling you when we when I messaged you before we started recording, mm-hmm. some of these matches were hard to rank mm-hmm. because they were so close quality wise. But overall, I would definitely say it was a very up pay per view. There was some stuff that left me wanting more, but yeah, overall it was a damn good pay per view. And my hats off to AEW for 
giving us a good quality pay-per-view. So my up. So this is my up. This is definitely up. This is it was a great. It was the best pay-per-view of the, of the weekend by far. Uh Garden Wrestling. Again, I love WWE. I do think AW is better wrestling. I personally think that if you're going to have a big time PPV, uh, as you say it is, then you need to change change belts. Somebody need to change hands on the belts. And yeah. they didn't do that WWE. They did that shit, what, three times in, in, in AEW, I think? I think it was three times they, they changed they changed uh they changed one two three yeah three times three three different people three different people or teams got uh got uh, a new yeah. championship new, new champion and we did not do that which again to have a big time big time uh PBV you should have that and they didn't have that. AEW definitely did. And AEW definitely had better, better matches. Better, way better matches, actually. Oh yeah. I, I, I outside of outside of 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 uh Rollins versus um Riddle, almost all almost every last single match on AW card was better than the WWE card. As I said that in heartbeat. So so yeah, yeah, so so this came out this came out up, and yeah, it was it was a, it was a good people. No, nothing wrong. I'm not saying that the WWE was a, a bad card. I'm just saying that AW was a better card this weekend. All right. Yeah, so, that definitely could change next month at Extreme Rules. Yeah, definitely could. Hopefully, and and, and with, with with Triple H at, at, at the forefront, that that, yes. that 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 Extreme Rules could be fucking amazing. I will think that I, I do think that. I'm just saying that that you, it's time to to get somebody new championships. So, yeah, no, I I'm definitely over Liv. I'm nothing against Roman, but yeah, it might be time to look at a different way with Roman. Um, yeah. Extreme Rules is going to be interesting, and I, over the last couple of years, have become very sour on WWE, and it, since McMahon stepped back and hung it up, and Triple H and his wife took over, mm-hmm. I think they're headed back in the right direction for the company, and I'm excited to see what the future holds now. As long as they do it right and stay on track, I think wrestling fans are going to be happy with what the future holds. Uh, okay. Well, listen, I want to thank Casey for coming on. Uh, Casey will be again on our, our sister, brother, father podcast on, on next week uh, when we do match based percent brackets, the comedy bracket uh casey you want to give a uh you want to give the uh the fans uh like some of your top favorite comedy movies oh god comedy is so freaking i love comedy so much but um coming to america beverly hills cop uh 
Princess Bride, Blazing Saddle. I mean, I could go on for hours and hours about my favorite. I mean, horror and comedy are probably my top two favorite movie genres of all time. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely excited to be on both of those brackets with you guys. Okay. But yeah, I, as far as comedy goes, though, I'm probably a huge Eddie Murphy mark. All right. Well, that being said, I did. thank you, Casey, for coming on. Uh, if you want to plug your po- you want to plug your podcast one more time before we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're I'm on an evening at the movies. Um, you can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast at. We are there. You can also find us on Facebook. Um, you can search uh, for an evening at the movies. If you can't find it, um, you can reach out to me on through my DMs, and I can get you set up or get a hold of Dre, and he can put you in touch with me as well. So we love our fans, and we do it all for the fans. So the more fans we have, the more fun it is to do. So. We hope you guys want to check us out and join in on the fun with us. So, okay. Well, listen. One well, thank Casey for coming on. Uh, next thank week we'll have the well, next week we'll have, we'll have the, the original three. Uh, we'll have Jay and Evan. We'll talk about you know all four flagship shows for AW and WWE. My name is DeAndre Robinson. Thank you for listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Peace.